Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. All right, brothers, this is Jack Frost and Seven Witches, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Turn it up! Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Our theme music there is done by Sean Baker. You can buy that track on iTunes. It's called Which Way to Radioland. We got Jack Frost from Seven Witches on the show today, and I'm going to keep the the talk to a minimum, being that Mitch LaFon and I talked for like an hour on the last episode, and uh, we also had Joel Hoekstra talking with us on the last episode, so let's keep the 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 Mark Striegel rambling to a minimum here on today's episode. We're going to uh, hear a song I love. This is called Alien Frequency by Big Elf. It features Mike Portnoy on drums. I wish I wrote this song. It's so good. Here it is. Big Elf. What if you could be Jamaica? What would you have
That was Alien Frequency by Big Elf. Go buy that on iTunes. Let's get into our Jack Frost stuff. Uh, the new record, of course, by Seven Witches, the man led by Jack Frost, is out now. And during the interview, I may be referring to it as not being out yet. That's because we recorded this interview a number of weeks back. Um, but I wanted to get it out today because today is the release date for Way of the Wicked by Seven Witches. And again, uh, Jack Frost joining me here on Talking Metal. Great guy. And there is a video out, Better Days, which we will link through today's show notes. And let's let's listen to a little of Better Days before we get into the interview with Jack. Here is brand new Seven Witches on Talking Metal, Better Days. Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and calling in on the line, we have Jack Frost of Seven Witches. How are you, Jack? Hey, man. How are you doing, dude? Good, man. Good. You know, we uh, we saw each other at that metal show. I was working on the, the last season, and you were there and did a, a stump the trunk question, and we're hanging out. And then I, I saw you, but I, I couldn't. You were like in a different section, but I think I saw you, and tell me if I'm right or wrong on this at Def Leppard you were at the Def Leppard show uh yeah I definitely was uh, at PNC with Def Leppard and uh Tesla and uh Sticks yep yeah 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 it was a good show I enjoyed dude, it dude threw something at me dude we've been friends forever you should have threw something yeah. at me 
Yeah, you know, I was I was kind of up front, and it was like it, I saw you walking like a ways off in the distance, and I was like, oh, there's there's Jack Frost. So there you go. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the great new record, which I just listened to, and it, it sounds really good, man. It's coming out September 18th, The Way of the Wicked by Seven Witches. Let's talk about this. How? Let's get into the actual songwriting process uh, the, and the recording process, starting with songwriting. How, how do you guys go about composing songs? Are, are numerous people involved in the songwriting process? Um, not, not at first. I, I usually sit home in my studio and I just, you know, I just write what, I, what comes up in my head. You know, um, I'm always writing, and um, I go, you know, I'll write a song. And, oh, this is cool. This might be cool for witches. This might be cool for something else. There's no real, like, um, chemistry, like, how we do it. Like, I, I have to be honest with you, with having Johnny Kelly on drums now, I think I lean towards more of a rock feel, which I love because, you know, as this record came out, it's definitely got a different vibe than a lot of the older witches stuff. It's not so, like, metal, metal. But, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my history and I love all that stuff. But I think... I kind of went back to like that seventies kind of riff, like where, man, you heard bad company and like you heard white things. Those riffs were just so memorable. And I think that's where it kind of happened on this record. And then I'll send a lot of the ideas like with the drum machine to Johnny and he'll be like, dude, what are you doing? Like th th that's a weird beat. And then he'll, he'll like change it and we'll go back and forth. And then Ronnie, my bass player will like get a vibe. And then my singer, Anthony will, hear what we're doing and oh i got a great idea for this i got a song that'll fit perfectly so you know i basically write like i guess 75 percent of the structure of like you know this is i don't even know where the chorus or the verse is really going to be i kind of just like send it to them and see what they feel you know and i really think i've been listening to a lot of uh motley crew motley crew with john Karabin, Karabi, nice. and a lot of the old badlands records and i think that's what kind of like kind of went back. I kind of went back to my roots, to be honest with you. Very good. Very good. And did you work with an pr actual producer on the record? Yeah, this, this guy named Jack Frost, he's like a pain in the ass producer. <laughs> no, basically, dude, I have the most amazing HD Pro Tools studio at my house, and I kind of did it all myself. Um, you know, of course, Joey Vera is my, my, my brother for 20 years. He mixed a record, and mastered it but this is the first record that i did soup to nuts i produced it i engineered the whole thing except the drums we went to my my friend jeff's studio canyon music and tom's river we did the drums there because we can't do drums in my house right and we did it all there but basically i did everything myself like engineering um editing I, I, all the guitars i did in my home studio all the bass all the vocals and then i sent it to joey and joey said to me listen dude i'm so busy with saint and faith I don't have time to kind of edit stuff and everything. Just send me to finish where the songs are and I'll put it together and I mix. So I'm pretty psyched that I was able to do this all by myself. Right. Right. Cool. And and you mentioned Joey Vera, who you have a long history with. Can you, for the talking metal listeners who might not know, I know he's actually been, been in seven witches, but can you go into that history with a little more detail and just uh, explain how you got to know him and some of the work that you've done with Joey through the years? Well, my first band for us, we opened up for Fates back in the day. And, you know, I talked to Joey after the show a couple of times. We just became, you know, like talking friends. It was just kind of like, 
became advocacy again. And, you know, I was a big fan of Fates, and I always will be, and I'll always be a fan of Saint. And what happened was, over the years, it's pretty funny. When I got the Sabotage gig, I heard that Fates Warning was going to be um, the supporting band on the tour. So I'm like a little kid in, in, a, in a candy store. I get the Sabotage gig, first of all, and then Fates Warning, one of my favorite bands, is opening up for us on the tour. Right. So basically, our opening show was in Virginia, and nobody told Joey that I was in the band yet. And Joey and all those guys were like, what are you doing here? I said, oh, I'm checking for Sabotage. And he goes, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, they had no, he had no idea. So he sees me at Soundcheck, and he goes, where's the other guitar player? Where's Al? And I go, oh, I, I don't know. I don't think he's here yet. And then they played, and then we went on, and he goes, you son of a bitch. He goes, <laughs> right. you're in the band. Right. And, like, you know, we became really close on that tour, and we hung out a lot, and we talked. And I go, man, I'd love to get you to mix one of the Witches records. And he came out to Jersey, and we mixed it. I go, it would be funny if you played bass someday in the band. And then our bass player couldn't do the tour, and we did the Annihilator tour, and then he did the next record. And, dude, it just kind of went on to, like, the guy is like one of my dearest friends of all times. And like, you know, when Saint plays around, we share, you know, they come here, they always use our gear. It's just, it's just crazy how it turned out. He did a bunch of my solo record stuff and, you know, Gonzo played drums on some of it. It's just, it's funny how we became so close. And Joey took me under his wing and taught me a lot about engineering and producing. So, you know, and we've been friends forever. Dude, I stay at his house. I basically baby, you know, babysat his house a bunch of times with him and his wife on away on vacation. So that's how close we became. Wow, wow, good stuff, good stuff. Seems like a really yeah, nice sure. guy. I got to meet him at the uh, that metal show uh, taping when he was in town, and and yeah, he stays busy with a lot of stuff. So seems like a good friend to have. Him and Bush, you know, it's funny. And like, I played with Belladonna. I played guitar with Joey, and then you know when Joey went back to Anthrax. Sarah was playing an anthrax when Frankie couldn't do certain things. Right, right, It's right. just crazy how we all just kind of like a big family, you know? Right on. Definitely. Do you hear from Joey Belladonna much? Dude, still one of my closest friends. Yeah, we talk all the time. And we're, he's he was so good to me, dude. Like, and, and, I mean, and, you know, the other band that Joey's got with uh, Scott, that Soul Mother thing, you know, they, they came around and, their guitar player used my amp, and, and Scott used my guitar tech for the show. It's just, you know, it's just a really cool vibe, dude. It's yeah, we're all we're all <laughs> it's crazy. There's no, there's no, I'm better than you. You're better than me. We're just family, you know. Right, right on. Now you you've done so much work, you know, going back to all the way back to the the you know mid '90s, really or early nineties, even in, in the music business, but you know, you never have, have broken through to that like superstar status. And I can imagine that, you know, you, you probably make a decent living off your music, but you know, you're, you're not driving around in limos and stuff. What, what keeps you, you know, so devoted to music as an art form and as a career? It's a limb, dude. It's my, it's, it's, it's a part of me. And you know what? I have to say, I guess being in Sabotage got me to that. I hate to say word stardom. I never picked up the guitar because I wanted to, you know, to be, I mean, you know, everybody wants like the same in the fortune, but I really picked it up because I just love music so much, dude. And I'm such a big fan of like bands and I still buy everyone's records. Even my friends, like I go out and buy their records. And, like, I mean, 
I just love music. I mean, I, I, I am one of the most fortunate guys out there because I'm not Ingve and I'm not Doug Aldridge, but when I get a gig, I'll learn the stuff to the best of my ability. And you know what, dude? I got more fortune than having a Lamborghini or a mansion. I get to play music that I've always loved. Dude, I got to join a band growing up called the Mountain King and like, I mean, power of the night. Yeah. That was, and then play it, play like with Belladonna and even Lizzie Borden. These are songs that just are timeless to me. So I got my fame and fortune, trust me, in other ways. And you know what? I, I give it back now because I, I, uh, I'm a music director at School of Rock in Somerville. Okay. I love teaching the kids. And you know what? I still am fortunate enough to get to go out there and tour and make records and play with my friends. You know, so I am one of the luckiest cats out there for sure. School of Rock. Uh, yeah, I actually have had my kids going to the one in in Chatham, New Jersey. So it seems it seems I like- hear they're really nice owners there. Oh, cool. It seems like a great organization. And and what do you actually do there as a music director? Are you giving lessons? Are you just kind of overseeing the business? What, what no, does that I, involve? I run shows. I run the house band, like the, the, the kids that are really like the best players. We do all the shows on weekends. I, I teach a lot. I teach guitar, bass, and vocals. Um, I even run a pro tool school sometimes there when we do camps over the summer. So it, it's really cool. And I love it, man. It, it's so much... And I have a, I, I actually run one on one too, which is like the seven to like 12 year olds. Like I get to, you know, cause I'm a dad. So it's really cool for me. I do, like I said, Mark, I, I'm very lucky. I'm so friggin' lucky. It's not funny. So how old are your kids? Have they shown uh, interest in music at all? My son's 10 and my daughter's 21. Uh, my son's totally into hockey. And oh, okay. you know what? That's cool. He loves it. That's what he wants to do. That's also my daughter's more into tattoos and all that stuff. So, um, not to say this the bad way. I hope my kid goes the other direction. I hope he stays in sports and stuff. Music is a hard business and it's getting harder now. When me and you grew up, dude, the eighties were like to be a rock star was like the shit. Today it's like we're fighting just to like put food on the table, but we all still love it. So I just right. want him to do whatever he wants to do, you know? When you look over the Seven Witches catalog, specifically that that part of your career, what albums stand out as some of your favorites? Uh, obviously, probably the new one, but besides that, what what other ones really jump out as some of your favorites? I mean, I, I think Passage was a big thing for us because you know Joey was in the band and Rivera. Like we got the, we were the first record with James, and this is when Sanctuary was really behind us, and that was a really big thing. But you know. Uh, Second War in Heaven, the first record we ever did, is which is with Bobby Lucas, is is timeless because it was the first time we went to like a huge studio in Germany and we stayed over there and recorded with Ziggy Bem. So, you know, the first record and definitely Passage. And for sure, you know, I got to be honest, the record I did with Tecchio, like Amp. Deadly Sins. Was, what? Deadly Sins. Well, we, we, the, our first record with, with Alan was with Amp, but okay. Deadly Sin is where we totally grew as a band. I love that record. Fans were a little bit not into it because it was so heavy and dark. And you know Alan, dude. Alan's Alan. He's just got this voice that is him. And either you love Alan or you don't. And me, I love the records I made with Alan. I just love him. I love him. I mean, yeah. Dude, every record has a moment for me. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, definitely. I'm a big fan of uh, Alan's voice too, and uh, you know, I wanted I, I to. I heard that. I heard you guys jam together before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely have done some playing together. What is your your current relationship with him? You know, you. I guess the last thing musically, I think you did with him was Deadly Sins. Uh, what happened with with your working relationship with Alan Tecchio? We're like brothers. He just, dude. He got like a really great job now. And he was my friend, like seriously, and came to me and said, listen, I can't commit to tour. Because our last thing we did, we went out with Saint, and it was awesome, dude. We played all over with Saint, and Alan was just like, I just can't leave my family. He's like a big-time, like, real estate guy now. Yeah, right, right. And, you know, uh, he came over a couple months ago, and he's doing some other records here and there. And he came to my studio and tracked vocals. Dude, we're we're so close. He's such a man because he came to me as a friend and said, you need to find a guy that can commit. Right. I can't commit. How many people have the balls to be honest and not, you know, well, dude, I'll get back to you. That's a, that's a man. That's a man. That's my, that's my friendship with Alan. How's that? Right on. Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, you have a lot of great friends and, you know, that's always important in, in the music business. So uh, let's talk about touring. Will Seven Witches be going out on the road to support the uh, the album, The Way of the Wicked? We sure will. I mean, we just did a few shows with Saxon and Saint, which were awesome, man. The record wasn't even out yet, and it was a good warm-up for, for us. You know, now the thing is I'm going out with Circle to Circle. Johnny's going out with Danzig. They're going on a big tour right now. And Ronnie just joined Bonfire, so he's going to be in Europe. So October's going to be a little shaky for us. But come November and December, we're really going to hit it, try to hit it hard, look for a tour. And it's good because, you know, the video's doing really well. Uh, the label's really happy with the record. You know, we got 5,000 views of our, our video. We never got that in, like, two weeks. And, dude, Chipster is awesome. Yeah. And Munzee's working the record, so we're definitely going to get out there. We're, we're, you know, and, uh, you know, Don Jameson's a good friend. He loved the record, and he did the liner note inside. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, it was cool, man. It's like... It's a big family, dude. It's a big family. We're definitely going to get out there. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see you guys live. And again, for the listeners, the album is called The Way of the Wicked, and it will be released soon. Definitely support Jack, yep. support Seven Witches, yep. and go out and buy the physical copy or download it on iTunes illegally. Jack, thanks so much for uh, checking in with us. And like we were saying before the interview, we got to hang out, maybe go out to dinner or grab some lunch dude, at some definitely. point. Mark, we have so many mutual friends, and dude, I got to say something to you, and this is not like ground nerves on anybody. Thank you for doing what you do, man, because you know what? You're a guy that works hard and you never gave up. Like, look, you, like you just told me, you're going to, you know, like you're going to do an interview next with, you know, the Queensryche guys. Whip is like a dear friend, and like, I'm going to go see them play because I support them. I'm going to buy their new record, and I, I you know, I've been friends with Eddie Jackson forever, too. So you are the real deal and people should know that you know you're not making a million dollars doing this dude this is a labor of love and hopefully um you know eddie and don will somehow maybe get me to play on the metal show someday which would be cool because i would love to do it yeah man you need to get up on that uh that stage and be the the in-studio guitar player for sure if i if they ask yeah if they ask me back for another season i will definitely push that i mean i think that would be well dude if they ask me i would love to do it and you know it would be fun. It's it's not about money, dude. It's about we're all we're all family. We're all Jersey guys, and you know it's funny. It's crazy, but thank yeah. you again for your time, brother. Thanks, Jack.
just heard was the song dreams by seven witches out now on itunes go download that song go buy the album on amazon go to talking metal first talkingmetal.com use our links to get over to amazon and go make that purchase you can also support the podcast with a a paypal donation on talkingmetal.com or buy a t-shirt in the merch section big thanks to jack frost for joining us here today I like that guy. It's been far too long since he's been on Talking Metal. Years. So glad to have him back. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. I appreciate you joining us here on Talking Metal. We'll talk to you next time. This is The Gray by California Breed featuring Glenn Hughes and Jason Bonham. I'll see you if you happen to be listening to this show on, on Friday, the day I post it. I'll see you tomorrow. At, I'll see you tonight at Robert Plant in the city. I'll see you tomorrow and Sunday at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival. 
um, got kind of a crazy weekend with in-laws in town and my wife's doing a play. So I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to manage everything that I have on my, my calendar this, uh, this weekend, but we'll, we'll make it work. Right. Cool. Maybe I'll be there with my father-in-law. Maybe I'll bring the kids. Who knows? All right. All right. Food truck and rock carnival. See you there guys. Clark, New Jersey. This is the gray by California breed. So